Rocky! Rocky Balboa! Rocky Balboa! Cheesesteak for hour! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 39th episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. It is Tuesday, August 4th, 9.06 p.m. We are back from a week hiatus, just in time for sports to be back in the year 2020. The Phillies are hot off to a one and three star after two weeks of MLB coming back. Sixers look right back in stride to where they left off back in March. The Flyers are the only good team left in the city of Philadelphia. And just to put the cherry on top, Doug Peterson and Lane Johnson have Corona. So let's get this show started, shall we? Jimmy's back from vacation. We have Dirty Mike. Nick, say hi. Mm -hmm. Hey. So how are we all doing, Jimmy? Are you feeling refreshed, ready to go? But we, we do have to acknowledge how absolutely crazy it is that. So we booked this vacation, you know, a while, like almost a year ago. Sure, like like lots of humans do right. before coronavirus and then, pandemic. And then that happened. A year? Yeah, and I don't it, do And that. it all just so happens to conspire that sports come back on that week. Sure. And we do a sports podcast. Mm-hmm. This is how I know we're living in a simulation. It's just like you can't make this shit up. But the Phillies were nice enough like if they had to come back, stop playing. If they had come back a week earlier, I wouldn't have been on vacation. Exactly. And if they had come back a week later, I wouldn't have been on vacation. But it was that week. Was that week. Absolutely. It's just, you know, you can't. But like Matt said, the Phillies waited for you. The Phillies did wait for you. So in the world where baseball came back, all 30 teams, 30, 32, who gives a shit? 32. Um, The Marlins decided to go out and per Derek Jeter's uh, words, just go out and get some milk, go out and get groceries. Uh, Those are real words from Derek Jeter and decided to all get coronavirus, continue to play the Phillies and fuck us Phillies fans for a week of not being able to watch our own teams play baseball, our yeah. own team play baseball as the rest of the MLB did. So you get to watch sports center, MLB network, go on the Twitter timeline and watch the rest of the league go on and play as the Phillies uh, didn't, yeah. which might not have been terrible because apparently they still fucking suck. Wow. Uh, and they are now one in three, but we do get a double header tomorrow to seven inning game double headers. So uh, <laughs> watching <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Dude, this is what a, is going on? Like, think about this past four games. The only bright spot out of anything pitching related has been Zach Wheeler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything else was just ass. Well, you will get at least or at most seven innings out of Wheeler tomorrow because what? yeah, this isn't baseball. Like this isn't baseball. It's it's sixty games, which I I got over. I I, I talked myself into. We're getting, getting over we're getting it. baseball. Sixty games of baseball, fantastic. Sure, and just, then yeah, right, maybe. we're getting baseball. You know, but then <laughs> this the seven inning double headers mm. is uh, oh my god! It's just like, and then uh, you know the, now the Cardinals are fucking. Uh, they all have COVID because <laughs> they went out and got milk too, and um, everybody's going out and getting milk. And <laughs> again, a real thing that Derek Jeter said Dude, about his team. You, I don't think we're taking into account the rampant 
strip club addictions that most of these professional athletes have. You know what I mean? Can't like, get enough of a strip club. You can't stay away from the club. Listen, sometimes. listen, as someone who's been to a strip club, great fucking time. But just maybe take it a step back when we're dealing with a global pandemic. Yeah. And we're just trying to get through <laughs> one sixty game season. And Marlins, you're going to be out of it. Phillies are going to be out of it soon, too. And just go nuts at the strip club afterwards. Right. Like sports just, have curfews, right? Oh, so they have things so like during, during the regular season sports just say like don't do this yeah but like they don't like very rarely do they say hey man just take like 60 days right and yeah. just don't go get milk don't go get milk don't go get milk and don't then, go to the strip club for 60 fucking days then go pour milk all over the strippers all you want go risk your own life but for D, these whatever. 60 fucking days just leave the dollar bills at home you fucking assholes one percent two percent no one cares but that's it that's what they decided to do those pesky fucking marlins and they took baseball away from us for weeks so matt i see you're feeling good about the squad though you said uh, phillies will be out of it soon too so he's just you know yeah yeah so they're back and uh, boy did they look good against garrett cole and the new york yankees you know what they they fought hard while garrett cole was in there and then the bullpen came in and my god God, when you are flirting with the, uh, you know, the payroll tax line and uh, having one of the top payrolls in all Major League Baseball to have that putrid of a bullpen is simply stunning and talented of we a were, front office. We were talking about, you know, you, you said are there 30 or 32 teams. Dialis Guerra yep. has played on all 30 teams. Who is like, that? That's that's not really human being. After Jake, oh, that's right. Yes. That's who he, he is. Gave three he, runs in less than an inning. That he walks out there throwing eighty-eight mile an hour fastballs down the middle, and it's just like, oh, okay. It's uh, one of those, I'm going to change those, the channel. I agree. He's one of those guys that as soon as the batter hits the ball, you're like, yep, see, ya. dude, he's not a, like he's a not a major league pitcher. No, he's not a, he, like half of the bullpen is guys that aren't major league pitchers. Yeah. Like they're not. No. And the only thing that good that happened over the weekend is Reggie McLean, his wife had a baby. Congratulations, Reggie. But man, it was nice to not have to look at him pitch. Yeah. Jesus All Christ. He's a piece of shit too. Health, good wishes and prayers to you and yours. Now get the fuck off our team so someone else can blow a game. So, yeah, My that's what we goodness. had. Jake Arrieta was welcomed fondly to the 2020 season with a nice leadoff home run by the Yankees. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. So he's oh, in prime form God. with movement all over his pitches, having no idea where the fuck they're going and then landing outside the stadium. Jake's so, right in August, isn't he? He is right in August. I, already giving up on the season. I, I'm going to give Jake a little credit. After, <laughs> oh, okay. After the first inning where, he, you know, oh, he, yeah. he, he didn't look good at all. And, you know, he was throwing 92 all over the place. And, you know, he couldn't, he, he didn't know where the ball was going. He actually settled in pretty nicely. I mean, he had a five inning outing. He was, he was not that bad. I understand. But when you're going up against Garrett Cole and you're making $25 million a year and right out of the gate, three pitches in, it's one, nothing. Your just esteem goes right to the floor. You know, no, he, no one uh, thinks more of Jake. No, no one thinks Ooh. more of Jake Arietta than Jake Arietta. I think he was fine. Even if he gave up three home runs in a row, his esteem, no one needs to worry about Jake Arietta's esteem. I don't care how much in he my makes. mind I pitched out. No, I'm talking side. about our esteem. Fuck his. Oh, our esteem. I'm saying fans. Like it just takes it out of Dirty, you. Going up you a gave that up. Good. You gave up on the 2020 season when they sang the national anthem, the first game against the Marlins. Oh, so, absolutely. Exactly. Your esteem's way in the gutter. So yeah, we're, don't I, worry about that. I understand. It's hard to take me seriously. Yes, yeah, so the don't worry. They have a chance to get all these games back in 14 innings tomorrow, which will count as two games. So baseball makes sense. What a fucking joke. God. I, I don't really give a shit about baseball Like at this point. It, like, it, uh, I just I, don't give a shit. Yep, I'm getting there. Where it's like... like I, I, 
It's weird. It, man. It, it's uh, yeah. Four games into the Philly season, no. <laughs> and it's a circus. don't give a shit. It's a we waited for this. <laughs> Holy shit! I, that audio had to be real. Yep. <laughs> That's so good. Is your ass cut? I don't it, think so. Matt just fell through a plate glass he coffee table. A, yeah. He did. I think my ass is okay. If not, it's bleeding horrendously. Oh my god! I don't see any blood. Speaking of ass blood, I ate Popeyes tonight, and it's been horrendous. Someone not gonna know you that ass. Well, I'm going to. Should sit, we, sit on the wooden part, Chubbs. Should we get the glass or wait for a break? We'll clean it later. It's fine. All right. Tremendous. You you want to take a quick break? Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. Four games into the Philly season, and don't give a shit. We waited for this. And we're back. Uh, I just sat through a glaze plate of one to really fat. How did you feel falling through that plate glass uh, coffee table? I felt really, really fat. Um, That was pretty embarrassing. I did say to you before I came here, I ate a lot of Popeye's. 20 seconds later, he blew through a table. Uh, yeah. And, uh, One Popeye sandwich, and he's, he blows through a plate glass table. Popeye's chicken sandwich, a thing of fries, uh, mashed potatoes. No, I, dude, so two years ago at my dad's at a barbecue at his house, everybody was sitting outside. And like, and I hadn't seen my family in a while. So we're all just like getting around. Everybody's like having drinks at this fire pit in his backyard. And I go and I sit on his table and you just hear, it was one of those like vinyl chairs and it just went and I just went right through it with my legs in the air oh. on the same level as my head. And my family <laughs> died. So I, I, I know the feeling yeah. of just feeling like a fat piece of shit. Yeah, I, I thought Stone Cold was entering the room, but it was just my ass going through a table. So alas, here we are. Uh, we, you were saying before you went through your fat ass went through the plate glass. Sure, uh, sure. Um, you were saying this is what we've been waiting for. Oh, yes. We were waiting for the Phillies to rip our hearts out through our chest. Uh, as we were waiting for four months before I fell through a coffee table from sitting because I'm fat. Uh, yes, Jimmy. You know what? You know what really sucks? And I, I don't want to get ahead of myself or the show, but like that's the I have such a malaise because like it looks like these teams are like exactly what I feared they would be except for the Flyers. Sure. Did he but say I will malaise? Say, yeah. I, I will say Flyers, small sample size. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to talk about the Flyers a little bit. Oh. The, the real team of the city <laughs> or a small sample me. size. <laughs> no, but no, can I wait? I, I want to finish my point. Like this, like, I don't know. These teams, these teams don't excite me. The Phillies or the Sixers or the Flyers? The, the Flyers do. Quickly, can I tell you why? Why? Because you look at them and you know they're not going to fucking win a title. <laughs> they're not built that way. The like Phillies I, aren't, and the Sixers aren't yeah. built to win. And I love some of the players in the Phillies, and I love that offense. I still think that offense is one of the best. But the Sixers, I don't know what it is about that team, man. I, I think they need to, like I said, I don't want to get ahead of it. I'm just. Yeah. Okay. All I'm, right. in, I'm in a funk. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're, we're, we are in a funk. So we, we did. Let's make this a therapy session. Right. We needed this. We, we yeah. waited for months to get sports back and we wanted the Phillies and we played against the Marlins and we lost two out of three games and then a week off and the entire Marlins roster had COVID mm-hmm. and we still lost two out of three then they teased the comeback and then people who work at the Philly stadium got COVID and they're sure. like nope hang on a couple more yeah they did that thing where it was just like the baldy blue balls like, they're gonna play on Friday no they're not they're mm-hmm. gonna play on Saturday no they're not they're gonna right. play on Sunday no they're not 
And it just kept going and going and going. And they're like, oh, guess what? You're going to play on Monday. It's like, fuck yeah. Against God. Garrett Cole. Holy shit. Cool. And now Welcome we're going back. to play on Tuesday. And then we had the hurricane of all hurricanes where there's tornadoes and shit and a bomb fucking explosion off in Beirut. Yeah. And now <laughs> we're off on Tuesday and we get to play a doubleheader seven inning game on Wednesday and see how that goes. It can't be overstated, though, on an already shortened season, all these stops and starts and all. It's like, you guys aren't going to be able to get a rhythm going. It's like, you know, it's already a short season. It's like, sure. uh, and, yeah, and that, and take, not take seven anybody. days off, guys. And I'll then tell when you, you come back, you get Garrett Cole. And, and, right. and this is this is almost too negative even for me. And maybe I'm just feeling jolly today for some reason. Sure. But Zach Wheeler last week looked good. And like that was a bright spot for me. I took one good thing out of all the misery. Trust me, I get it. But he looked really good. He Who are strong. you and what are they done with TJ? But yeah. he's starting the first game tomorrow. So like if they win that first game with Wheeler and he looks great again, going into the second at least, I'm going to feel okay. It's yeah. that easy for me to come back. Yeah, well, you're a flip flop fuck, and of it's course. also that there's just they're only one and three, and what is it, sixteen teams not getting the playoffs? So like, it is. Yeah, so like, let's just at least let them get, you know, a week's worth of games in just to see what they are. Are they going to win a title? Uh, no, they're not going to fucking win a title. But can they get us some excitement at least into game thirty, game forty? Possibly. They're just off to a, about the most horrendous start you can have to a season. Uh, not named the Marlins. Oh, that's debatable because the Marlins fucking beat us. So it's pretty fucking terrible. The Phillies bullpen is putrid. The Phillies offense one through four have been terrible, but they also faced Garrett Cole. So, you know, what can you do? I'm mad at I'm mad at baseball. I'm really mad at baseball. Just the way that things are being handled. Like I'm not like I like I should I should have said earlier. Like I'm not like mad. I, obviously I'm mad at the Phillies. They're one and three, but like what really pisses me off am I said earlier, like I, I'm fucking done because like Baseball's fucking pissing me off. Like the Phillies, the Phillies didn't play for a week. The Marlins are still not playing. The the Cardinals are not playing. They're not doing things the right way. They should have did the fucking bubble and kept everybody in the same fucking area and said, stay in your goddamn hotel rooms like the NBA and the NHL who have zero COVID cases. But it, it, the MLB is just pissing me the fuck off. You know but the Phillies are only one and three. So like, eh, you know, if the Phillies start winning a little bit, I'll, I'll you know, I'll change my tune. It's annoying. And, and you have to ask the question, too. Like, where are we making these games up at? Like, that hasn't even been talked about yet. Double uh, headers. Are we just going to play yes, triple headers? Been talked about. No, yeah. double headers. Well, they I know said they have they're going to do tomorrow, more but... and more seven-inning double headers. So out of the gate, we're going to have minimum. But just just now, at four games in, six double they've headers. Also, they've also what stated... It, it has to be. No, they've you also stated... Shut your mouth. They've also stated that they're going to have some teams finish with 55 games or 56 games. It's oh. going to be win percentages that's going to get you into the playoffs. Oh, my God. That's killer. That, oh, yeah, no, they were, they baseball... They just leaving the Marlins completely behind. I like, just like... Yeah. You know what? You guys only played 20 games. We don't care. You fucking suck. Don't you feel great you losing two out of three to that team? Yeah. <laughs> they always beat us. It's a, you know, it's like a four fucking gone conclusion. And Zach Eflin didn't even pitch. Oh, he always loses Fuck to them. in the middle of four and gone. That's where Nick's at. Nick is not happy. The MLB's just pissing me off. It's my favorite sport. And like, oh, I, with NHL and NBA back, I don't give a fuck about baseball. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not the Phillies. Like, I love the Phillies. Baseball's pissing me off. I don't like the fact that, you know, they're doing these fucking seven inning games. That's not baseball. Yeah, MLB. That's not baseball. MLB is currently one step above the XFL right now and how it's running. Yeah. Dude, yeah. That's well great, said. That's a great it, point. Yeah. It's, I agree. It, Rob Manfred is the perfect example to all young kids out there that you don't have to be smart. You nope. don't have to be no. good at what you do. No. You can run one of the most well-known organizations in the entire country and, and 
do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I mean, they MLB clearly botched this uh, return to play. I mean, they they just did. And, All and they know. had to do was do a bubble. Yeah. That's it. But I'll tell you That's what, it. Nick, on top of that, even if you don't do the bubble, at least work on preventing your teams from going out and what getting milk. What are you going to do? Handcuff them to the bed? You, like, you, right. got, you guys no. are, were talking as if they didn't have four months to prepare for this. And they're not clearly just making it up as they go along now. They're like, all right, 60 games and let's go. It's like, holy, hold, hold the fuck up, assholes. You had four months to figure this shit out. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This well, team has coronavirus. Listen to what I say. This, says no, this guy's coronavirus. Holy shit. They were going to do the bubble and they bailed on it last minute because Arizona, uh, their numbers spiked or whatever. Right. So like the bubble was Florida. like totally in the plan. And then they scrapped it. Yeah, Florida too. Because, yeah. you know, Florida. Know. But Arizona, they had that They had that area where there was like a fucking dozen baseball fields within. They, they were like touching each other. Right. Like, yeah. I don't know what the area is. Well, like, you I shouldn't don't be touching each other. It's it not a terrible It was literally idea. the perfect scenario for a bubble. <laughs> to play right. devil's advocate. It was. And they bailed. It was perfect. To play devil's advocate. And I'm only doing this because um, I don't agree with anything I'm about to say. <laughs> Uh, no, but like, go on, to, talk to, out of both sides of your mouth, please. You know, to be, to be fair. I mean, the bubble system we now know works, but we didn't know that, you know, this is an unprecedented situation, but that being said, Manfred's an idiot and MLB completely mismanaged this. I mean, if you put one hand and say, all right, we'll try the bubble and another hand and say, all right, every team is going to fly around the country nonstop and go to strip clubs. You're going to say that that team's <laughs> get probably- milk, get milk, <laughs> it's you not know, strip clubs. All right, that's enough talk about baseball. Yeah, fuck baseball. And let's, fuck you, Rob Manfred. And, let's, and I said it. Fuck that bullpen. Let's, sorry, Matt. Let, sorry, me. You talked to Nick it's about th- that. It's, it, the bullpen, it's tough to feel. Opt- it's just like, hey, you can't see how they're going to string together I wins with that bullpen. Fucking told everybody. Hey, my I, argument was, was shit all over. The second that they put, they, they cut all the kids that I wanted to make that bullpen and they decided to keep Four pieces of shit that have been on 67 teams that can't throw 91 that are also stupid and ugly. It's not my fault. Oh, in great news with our bullpen, Sir Anthony Dominguez, after two years of tearing his uh, Tommy John, <laughs> decided to get Tommy John surgery. So, progress. Talk about a joke. Like, why don't the Phillies get more shit for that? Like, he, yeah. everybody in the world knew he needed yep. Tommy John yep. surgery, yep. and the Phillies decided to wait fucking 24 months. He was afraid. But like, again, fuck the Phillies. Fuck Rob. Not Screw fuck the Phillies. recovery. <laughs> you're out for the season. It's the Philadelphia Sports Medical Legion. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a call back to episode 18. It's <laughs> wild. The Philly Sports Medical Legion is at it again. They're that's back. right. They're back. Um, and that's a true report. He was scared to get it. Mm. I'm scared as a pitcher to get Tommy John. Mm. Can I say Why one not? Last I feel thing like before? it makes you like uh, Henry Rollingardner. Yeah, it uh, does. Like everybody comes back from Tommy John just like throwing fireballs. Yeah, you're just like a cyborg. Yeah. What do you want to say, Dirty? Uh, Ruben Amaro Jr. I know. If Ruben Amaro Jr. had done this how much harder would they come down on him than they are Clintech? Like, what? I feel like Clintech. Uh, people point, are people uh, are getting down. I you, know, we're I not. Know. To, we like, have not to remember hard. what. There's only been four fucking games. That's we're wasting. That's a we're weird wasting too much time talking about the Phillies because yeah, they've been in four right. games. Oh, sorry, I'll ask. I'll you tell you. I'll ask weird you later. Yeah, he, everyone. Everyone's all Clintech. They all want Clintech done. They all Middleton's getting a. Middleton will get a break for a long time because he, he went into to Vegas and he, he single-handedly scooped up Bryce Harper and his then fiance with his arms and took him right into the plate and did all the work. You know, okay. he said, fuck it. Fuck Rob Manfred, move on. Nick, shut up.
If there's something that can bring us all up, it's the consistency that is the inconsistent Philadelphia 76ers. Just when you needed basketball back and a team who said, you know what? They look in scrimmages. Put Shake Milton at the one, put Ben Simmons down at the four. He's been shooting at practice. These videos certainly won't fool me this time. Joel's in shape, although he's looked good. They're going to come in, take the Pacers, move on. TJ Warren comes in and scores 50 plus on them. They give up 40 points in the fourth and lose the Pacers 127 121. But fuck me. So after that, they go on to face the Spurs. And it's like, you know what? Ben will shoot this game. But fuck me. <laughs> he doesn't do that. And then they go on to give up 40 plus points again in the fourth quarter. Brett Brown makes no adjustments, but fuck me. And they almost lose again. And then Shake Milton bails them out after the game before that. And Bede almost slaps the shit out of Shake. Over four months, nothing has changed for that Sixers team. Nothing. They're the exact fucking, fucking product you saw in March. You know, like. To a T. You know, like in a really bad relationship. When that girl goes out with that guy that like she shouldn't be going out with, and she's like, "Come on, baby, like I really love you, but like you're gonna be better for me, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, whatever, shut the fuck up." And she's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> "He's gonna change one of these days." <laughs> like that's us with the Sixers. It is. And this is why I was talking about the malaise because, like, uh, hold on, what the, that's the second time you said that word. What does that word even mean? Because is it real? Like Malaysia. I, before this all started, I was like, it's "Let's see. Word. Let's see. Maybe, maybe uh, when the Sixers come back, they can be different. They can be. They can be a, a, a new team, reborn, and they're exactly the same. And that's why, like, I'm like, you guys are saying oh, it's a small sample size for the Phillies, and it's like, yeah, but like, I think I know how this this story ends too. Yeah, you, you know you, who the fuck Jimmy, they are. You do, and that's why everybody calls me like the most miserable fuck. Well, you I, are. I am. But I just it's, it has nothing to do with your sports. Oh. You, you just look like a miserable old sports has a lot to do with it. But then it, it yeah, also I feel like en encompasses everything else. about you, you need to be, watch yeah. what you say because you went through a plate glass coffee table earlier. So but I'm not, listen, I'm fat. I, I need to watch my diet. I'm sweating while sitting. Let's roll. Actually, let's roll it back. Ready? Here's here's another uh, playback of Matt falling through a plate glass table. We waited for this. And there it is. And that's my life. However, I'm not so negative Wait, on let's every do one team. More, one more time. Oh, here's God. Matt. Oh, here's, here's Matt falling through a plate glass uh, coffee table because he's fat. Son he of a bitch. We waited for this. For four. All right. My point is wait, 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 after. No, God damn it. God damn it. Guys, here's Matt falling through a plate glass coffee table because he's fucking fat as shit. Don't give a shit. We waited for this. For four. All right, that's enough! All right, we get it! One more time. Here's nope, Matt nope. falling through a, a plate glass coffee table because he's fucking fat. We waited for this. My point is, with all of this, is that the Sixers, <laughs> listen, all right? It's only two games. It's just, if we're being honest with ourselves, all right, I know, I need to lose weight. I need to lose <laughs> Goddamn elephant in the room. All right. Dirty, what do you think about the Sixers? Just get it out. Get oh. it out. So I right out of the gate, game one, Pacers, you're like, all right, kind of tough team. Their best player's back. And he's not the one who gets you. It's TJ Warren. Oh, and they were missing Brogdon and who else? 
They had, they had um, Old Depot yes, in, uh, in Brockton and Sabonis. Sabonis. Yeah, Sabonis. Yeah. So, so you go, you're in the first quarter and you're like, TJ Warren hasn't missed a shot and he's got 19 and we're coming down to the first one minute left in the first quarter. Yeah. And you're going, yep, we know how this is going. You know, you knew he was going to end up with the game with 47 or 53, something like that. Sure, but did you, I mean, I'm asking you, but I didn't think at that point the Sixers were going to lose the game. Like, all right, this guy's got the hot hand. And and here's why. Because in the very beginning of that game, they looked unbelievable. Yeah, they did. That first couple minutes, you're like, holy shit, Joe was scoring. Ben was scoring. They were passing really well. They were wide open. They looked bigger, faster, stronger. They looked like they were going to, they looked like they were going to run the the Pacers off the And Jackson kept saying it. He's like, they're going to, like, look at the size difference. Like, it's embarrassing. And you're two minutes into the game and you're like, they're going to run with this and somehow they let that get away from them and i fucking can't figure out why brett brown that is why but when i say it it, people get pissed like oh you just hate brett brown no it's true there's just something about that guy and how he never makes adjustments that makes you want to fucking bang your head on and at least one time every time you're watching a sixers game you go like what is this this crew out here on the floor together what, what is this? Yeah. Cause, and it's like, and it's like, I fear that it's, it's nothing more than him mismanaging the time on the court. And then all of a sudden you get this hodgepodge of like these players that can't play together. The and Sixers it, are up by 30. And next thing you know, you got Howell yeah. Nito playing point guard with, with Tybull and Korkmaz yeah, and, dude. and, and, some random guy off the bench it and, would be and you're Scott. just like of course they're gonna give up some fucking yeah. points Al Horford playing center like of course they're gonna give up points like there's nobody good on the court and next thing you know the Spurs are back in it like they should that, like oh, we're, on once Spur- we're on Spurs now we're Spur- off Pacers. Sorry, Pacers okay it's, once you're up once you're up big like you should feel, you should start feeling a little bit of comfort as a fan. And what do we feel? We're like, we were texting it in the fucking group text. Like, oh, here, you know, just wait, just fucking wait. You know, they're going to do the typical sixer thing and they fucking do it. The, in, the inevitable queef. It's what it is. Oh, I, I would time. like to toot my own horn. That was me. I was like, it was, it was because they, they had, they, I think they were up like 14 and it was a couple like like 20 seconds left in the third. And I, I, I text, I was like, let's see how they ruin this fourth quarter. Yep. And it didn't even take that long. And no. I was like, that's the funnest part about watching. You never know how they're going to do it. I feel it. like I want to pay more attention to figure out exactly why it is he does what we just talked about. Why those morons and those Island of Misfit toy players come out there and play together. And it's like, is it because, is there a timeout scenario that he does it? Is there a minute scenario in what he's doing? Like, what is your breakdown? Why are you bringing in certain guys oh, with he's other guys? Very, he's very calculated on his minutes with Ex- Embiid. Yeah, you well, should that, know well, yeah, that. Sure, Embiid, yes. Well, but, Embiid's but everything. what's going on with the other guys? Well, like Nick said, why do we have these four fucking idiots out there together? We don't need to, you don't, no other team in the league, I would be a lot of money bullying to all say. All right, all right, hold on, all right. Y'all, y'all got it out of you. Y'all got your whiz out of you. Y'all using your emotions without your brains with two games back. The Pacers was really, really bad. Spurs, yes, of course, was really bad as well. But what Embiid, oh, Embiid, yeah, no, I'm not talking about the teams. I'm talking about what happened in the game. First off, before I get into this, none of these games fucking matter for oh, the Sixers. No. Are, we, are we back in October? This is this. We're no, back in October. It's eight games for the seed. It's eight games for the seeding of the playoffs. You're I the know. sixth seed or the fifth seed. So right. none of these games fucking matter. So he's not going to play Joe that I'll give much. You a seed. Yeah, seed. Games don't this. matter until Christmas. Dirty. Shut up. 
Yeah, he's not going to play Joe all that much. Do you know that like games never matter in Matt's world? It's unbelievable. Not until Christmas, Jimmy. I argued that then. Six months until games matter again. And my counter argument to what Matt just said is, you've got six games to get your shit together because then all of a sudden you're in a best of So just relax. I let you get your cheese out of you. I'm sorry. So these still has cheese left. Look at him. I know. I'm ready. There's a lot of cheese left. The last place are going to be is six. They might be fifth. They're not getting third and fourth his way out of there. So you're either going to be sixth or fifth. The Pacers was a fucking horrendous loss. And the Spurs would have been terrible shape. They didn't make a miracle. Now, the Spurs wouldn't have been there if Ben didn't get the... Didn't, Ben's been terrible. Ben yeah. needs to step at the fuck up. And he got and he fouled out. Six points going into the fourth quarter. He fouled out. Ben has those games, so Ben needs to step it up. The thing we can be happy with is that Joe has been fucking awesome. Joe has been great, yeah. and Toby has been rock fucking solid. Now, it. Brown needs to fucking Brown needs to do better and he's not going to do better and the thing we can be happy about is we either win a championship or firing Brett Brown so either way it's a fucking victory you're not going to have these crazy of lineups when Ben is there without having all these fouls and hopefully when GR3 is healthy as well Raul Neto should not be in the game for 20 minutes at a time come playoff time because he's game yes you're right how old Because these games don't fucking matter for the Sixers because they're either going to be sixth seed or fifth seed. Can you even call what he does defense? Who? Neto. I don't get that. Neto doesn't fucking matter. Neto doesn't fucking matter. It matters to me because you shouldn't be squeaking by the Spurs. They're not that good. And what matters is the 40 plus points in the fourth quarter, both games, yeah. not having Ben in the fourth yeah. quarter explains a lot of that. And the counter argument is why I just said is, well, Ben was terrible against the Pacers in the fourth quarter and pretty much all the game. But Ben went up against TJ Warren, who put up 50 plus points and also was on fire today. So he's just a hot player in the NBA right now. With all due respect, and I do mean all due respect, Popovich, he, he looks like the walking dead, don't he? Yeah, he looked like cause with the, with the mask on. It was like it was almost like some random dude like escaped from a hospital. Yeah, and they just like showed up on the sidelines, and they were just like, "The fuck am I doing like, here?" Hopefully he's all right. I mean, but like I, I was just like, "Whoa!" I don't know. He started. He started to look like Sam Elliott. I also wanted to completely derail the show. No, that's fine. I mean, it, you know, we can whatever. get it back on the tracks, Jimmy. No, don't you ever worry about that. This no. train is always the great thing. Just a few quick steers away from the tracks, mm, baby. The great thing is to get shake that moment to get his confidence just that much higher after Joe went to smack the shit out of him, and people are fucking crying about that. Oh, that's what you want your your leader of your team to do ten minutes in the first game. Everybody, shut the fuck up. Put your big boy pants on. If he wasn't saying fine. things like that. I'd be pissed off. Listen, yeah, people you, are getting you, you, you so fucked upset up. You fucked up. You do it again. I'm gonna smack the shit out of you, dude. That mm-hmm. that twi- like, that that two minutes of possession, one minute possession, where he just pretty much gave up six to eight points by him himself. It's Shake, just, it's just something two guys worked. playing on a team together. Something like, exactly. worked because Shake was very good last night. He was a he very was, good player was, last night. He was a good player last night. Yeah, like, you, you go crazy. He's yeah. a good yeah. I'm not yeah. calling him a fucking all star. He had a nice game. Yeah. He's good He's compared good. to the first. Sure. He had a very we, we, nice game. We all, just game wanted, we all just want him to be good because his name is so cool and it kind of sounds like milkshake. And it, like I think that's why we just want it. Yeah, you just want a milkshake that, because Jimmy, it's but don't forget they they moved Ben out of the one for shake and you're like, yo, that's what that's, kind of milkshake? He's gotta know something. I mean, I go I go uh mix. I go uh black and white. Black and will, white, yeah, you gotta do black and white. Will Ben Simmons 
shoot the ball at all in the bubble. Oh, here we are with this question again. No, of course he won't. No. no. He won't. The answer no. is no. The answer is no. No chance. He's never going to shoot. Ever. No. Never. He, he's never going to shoot in his career. No. If, well, if he can just fucking play. Yeah. yeah. No, he, no, he, no, was, no, no. he was mediocre on Saturday. God, he was so bad against the Spurs, but the Spurs are a bad matchup with him for him because they don't run. Like Ben likes to run and, you know, create lanes yeah. for himself and take it to yeah. the fucking rim. And he just didn't have anything to do. Like he, nope. he wasn't Pop able has to never take coached a running up. team in the history. Of no, the, no, no, no. They're Spurs. so slow. And Ben Always. just was like standing around most of the game. So like, yeah, he had a bad game against the Spurs, but if he doesn't come out and fucking torch the Washington wizards, then then I'm going to be, God damn. I've he never was, seen somebody have the potential to truly be one of the best players in the league and just not do that one necessary thing. To right. Take but it that is step. necessary. Is it not like if you to be us. to be that level? Yeah. Yes. I mean, us. he's still an all star player. Like, yeah, I, I take him on my team 10 times out of 10. But to get to that level, there are a few guys that have scored that like they weren't known for their scoring that were just great players and two come to mind. One is John Stockton. The other is Steve Nash. And even both of those guys could still shoot a little bit. They were known for their passing and their defense, and like that's kind of where you go with Ben. Are you comparing Ben Simmons to Stockton and Nash? I mean, he's a one. He carries the ball, and like, but I'm you're saying, the like, one who's saying he's not a one. But he, well, no, he's not. But they're gonna put him back. Like, let's be real. I know how they. Oh, are. dude, that is they're the sampling. most flip floppy thing of all time no. you've ever done. No, 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 I swear to God, I want Ben to be a four. I'm saying I think Brett's gonna put him back to the one. Oh, that. I don't think he will, but I do. I actually do. I think I think within within ben in the Simmons, playoffs, you're going to see Ben come out as the one. And we're ben go, oh, Simmons fuck. is such a far superior athlete to Stockton and Nash any day of the fucking week. Everything you're talking he about two Hall of Famers, does, right, which is, I understand which, 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 that. Which, which all the more reason he should be. Of able course, to everybody was. No shot. one's ever going to argue. Say, nah, Ben Simmons doesn't need to shoot. Of course, he needs a fucking shoot. We all want to shoot, but everything else he does is so but, fucking good. Here's my problem with that, though. Like, we, he, he's a first overall pick, and it's like, like so much of basketball comes down to chemistry. You don't have to have the best guys, but if you have the five right guys, mm-hmm. like, sorry, I'm like fresh off, like watching the Last Dance. Yep. It's like. Like if if Ben can't shoot and be a dynamic like player in this like, league, you know who that th- falls on? do we really need him? Well, no. You know who that falls on? That falls on your front office and your coaching. That right, falls on Elton right. Brand getting the right people around and, and him. Because I, because I not don't, on Ben. My main thing about this team is like they just don't have chemistry. Yeah, that falls no, on Elton zero, Brand none. signing a hundred million dollar six man and Al fucking Horford. I don't agree, agree with that. I don't, with with with, with who? <laughs> With Jamie. I don't agree with that. You think they have chemistry on the court? Come on, yeah, Nick, stop I do. it. No, what? You're about the only human being alive who thinks that. All right, no, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead yeah. with your point. No, I do. I think I think I think Toby and Joe and Ben play very well together. I and then once you put in once you put in the other guys, once you once you have Horford come in, then they start fucking giving you know, every time I feel like every time we have maybe let's just call it the starting five. I mean, we're, we're kicking some ass and then next thing you know, well, who's the starting five. That's a very, that's a very complex thing to say right now. Who, which starting five, the starting five, Shake Milton starting five or yes, Al Horford. Yes, yes. You just said Al Horford. He's not the starting five. No, what I said, said was, yeah. what I said was that the five do well together. And then as soon as Horford comes in, shit just goes to, it just goes to shit. Yeah, and that's what he said. Horford and, and and Corkmas and and Howl Nito. It, that's when it doesn't work. I think the I think the starting five work fine. I, I think feel they like score. I think they play D. I'll, I'll, all right, Nick, I hear your point. I'm not going to say you're dead wrong. I just don't. I agree. I don't understand why it gets split up so fast. And that's what Brown does. They play like three minutes into the first quarter, and all of a sudden you hear. Err. 
guys in and out, and you're like, God damn it, why? Because Brett Let Brown has fucking seven minutes together. Because Brett Brown sucks. Eight minutes, nine bro. minutes, whatever, dude. Like, like his way, his way of getting Ben to shoot the ball is by fucking going on social media or during his interviews and calling Ben out. Like, I would like to see Ben take three shots. Tell your fucking player that, guy. The most like, passive aggressive move like, in the book. Take your player on the court and you talk to your player. <laughs> what? You don't think he tell, tells Ben that? Why does you he feel the need? Why does he feel the need to put him on blast during a fucking interview? Like. Dude, oh, what the what? Dude, ben, if, if you Brett, think that's putting him on blast and Ben's soft as fuck, get the fuck no, out of here. No, you don't I'm think saying, he hasn't told I'm him that? I'm ripping Ben. I'm ripping Brett Brown for I being understand a pussy. that. You, but you're saying that Brett Brown is putting him on blast on media, but he's not telling him that off the court as well or on the court and now of the media? I don't fucking know. I see what's on the media and I don't think a coach should be doing that shit. Take care of your business with your fucking player. I agree. And I just don't think Brett Brown has it in him. I think he's a bitch. I think he caters to Ben. I think he I think he babies Ben Simmons, man. It's and then, and then like he gets on the he he gets on his fucking interview and he just wants to say what the fans want to hear. I want Ben to shoot. I want Ben to shoot. And so so the fans are like, "Man, Brett Brown wants him to shoot too cool." Fuck Brett Brown. No. Fuck him. I've been saying it for a long time. Okay. Man. All right. I don't want Brett Brown either, but I'm I'm the reporter. I'm asking you, Nick. Hey, we. Uh, what do you think of Ben Simmons not shooting the ball? What What are you going to do differently for him? Next question. Terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. I don't have an answer to that because I'm not a I'm not an NBA coach. But I just I just feel like Ben and Brett. They just I don't I don't think they mesh. And I think there's plenty of coaches out there that can be like, all right, Ben, time to start shooting. To Nick's point, Brett, Brett, <laughs> that easy. Brett Brown could that fucking easy. Magical yeah, one. Work with your player. Brett Brown could, if some if a reporter asked that question, go like that. Me and Ben talk about his game in private. You know, we, what we does Belichick do? That's a that's a what much better answer, yeah. Jimmy. We yeah, because because Brett Brown uh, has the same clout as Bill Belichick. Who Absolutely. cares what your clout is? You don't have to answer He's these questions. He's been asked that question every day for the past four years, and he said it. He said it. Oh, poor Ben. Oh my God, Brett Brown said that. Poor Ben, what a terrible guy. I don't give a fuck about poor Ben. That's not, that was never my point. Not but it's close. my point. You're saying that, you're you saying that takes it to that next step. Because Brett said that, it takes it to that next step. All right, do, how many more games? You, the Sixers have what, six games? I think they run the table. I think they run the table in the playoffs. Holy I was shit. waiting for Nick to do it. He's going to be like, you know what I mean? Bygones be bygones, 6-0. Well, I mean, we all know they're winning on Wednesday. And if they don't win on Wednesday, then... Uh, emergency podcast on they Thursday. Play, they play the Wizards, right? They play the fucking Wizards. Who we have a little bit of trouble oh, with. God. Actually, if they actually, don't, if they, they don't fucking run them off them. the floor, then I'm, I, I'm, I don't I'm care if they go. I don't care if they go six and zero or zero and six. None of this matters. It's just all a practice until the playoffs. That's all this is. That's all this is for every team. The Bucks just lost to the Nets so, so today. They, so if they go, the Bucks just lost to the so Nets today. Is Kyrie Irving playing? That's a bad question from a sports guy. Did he play? I. I he's out, right? No. He's out. Okay. No, all wow. the Nets guys are out. Oh. All the Nets players are oh, out. Boy. And 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 Antetokounmpo only played the first half. Fine, but the Bucks still have so many good players. The Bucks were yeah. 18 and a half point favorites. The, the Bucks, six that's, and an, the Bucks, that's, that's an unbelievable loss. It, yeah. Minus 18 and a half and you lose is like I up there the in Bucks Vegas history are, of biggest though. upsets. That's what we call anecdotal. I think it's this anecdotal. is I think this is a good time for the Sixers to figure out who they are. Like if the fucking Bucks are in a spot I where agree. they don't care. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Like they're they they got the one seed sure, locked. I, yes, and comparing they, they know exactly who they are. Comparing Sixers to Bucks is not a fair comparison. But what I'm saying is, 
All this is just make sure you're ready. Make sure everyone's in a groove. Make sure you're right. And for the Sixers, more importantly, is figuring out this starting five with Shake at the one and Ben at the four to make sure you're all in the right groove for the first playoff right. series. So they and we should be taking it a little bit more seriously than other teams. Right. I think they're taking it seriously. You said 0-6, it, oh it doesn't matter. So of course saying, I'm tongue like cheek. Now is the time for them to like, the new lineup to gel. Like they should figure it out The together. starting five so does, these games yeah. are important. Like I don't, know, I don't understand how they're, they're not important. Like, of course, I, it's, I'm saying this is like, of course it's important. Like you want to win these games, but at the end of the day, you're either the sixth seed or the fifth seed. If you win or you lose, it doesn't, it's not that. as important. I want to see something from this team before they go to the playoffs. Because I haven't seen shit. I haven't seen enough. I, I agree with Nick, but again, like you're like you said, you're a bubble. You're you're in the bubble where there's no home. So like five, six, four, three, two, it's all the same. It's all the exact same. You know, especially yes. when you're in that six, three, five, four. You're see, playing the same kind of team. Seeing the way Joe's playing matters to me. He looks fucking good. See the way Toby's playing is fucking great. See the way Ben's playing, that's more constraining. We have like, two oh, that players fucking that, sucks. That, are, that are doing well. That's it. Just two. You're not the fucking like, you're just cutting me off at that point. So seeing the way Ben's playing is terrible. Seeing the way uh, ben, or Brett Brown's coaching, that's not good to see either. No, I'm not, I'm not two looking, players playing well. The and win that's loss why these games are important. The win loss of these games for these leading up to the the playoffs aren't as much of a concern for me as certainly the starting five and seeing the way they sub in Horford, seeing if Matisse can step up a little bit on the offensive side because I think he's proved his worth as a defensive player, seeing if GR3 can come back healthy, hopefully the way Brett plays Burks over fucking Neto, like seeing those things. Getting Robinson back's big. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that that would be nice. But I, I, I'm just, you know... Of course I want to uh, win a game. I, I, like, if you think I'm saying like the win-loss like don't doesn't matter, like you're no, reading way too into that. No, no, no. These eight I, games I, I, aren't I, as important as, as you're probably... As, as you think, they aren't. If they lose to the, they lost to the Pacers, I was okay with it because the Pacers are a good team. The Spurs are not a team that you should be losing to, and they are not a team that scores 132 they're, points. They are a ninth seed. They're playing to get into the playoffs. Yeah, because because most of the league is bad. I mean, let's be honest. The Spurs aren't that good. And who's that, the other guy they signed with a weird name? They're, they're bad. The Spurs aren't good. Who? They have the two good players, and that's it. Who's the other guy they signed with the weird name? Oh, from Australia? Yeah. Bro? Oh, Brokoff. Yeah, yeah, he's, bro he, he's nowhere to be found. Yeah, like what's going on there? Uh, he got COVID or something. He got scared of COVID, ran for the hills, and haven't seen him since. He's yeah. somewhere. He's somewhere in the. Uh, oh, uh, it's just like the Spurs Indian are a team Ocean, that the Spurs are a team that scores like ninety some points a game and beats a team ninety to eighty, and we give that's, them thirty. I'm that's just, a just great point. I'm just struggling. That that's a great point. That's what like, concerns me the most. I want to see where. Why our defense is giving up that many points? We keep talking about the Sixers. We, when I say we, I mean the Sixers keep talking about being such a great defensive team. Why are they giving up 130 points per game? That's the biggest it's thing that concerns I'm, me. It's because outside of Ben and Richardson, when you have the Nettos and the Corkmazes and the oh, other guys, no, and defense. Joe, Joe and Thibel and Horford, defensive player. So yeah, no, Horford, they are. Horford can play defense. He may to, not be able to shoot any. Well, he did make a couple shots but last it go, night, but it, it, go, it goes to the <laughs> substitutions they make because when you have Furkan and Neto in there, the defense just goes so much lower. There's only so much you can do, and those guys get are getting a lot of minutes. That's like that Through with all games. those Euros, <laughs> like like uh, yeah, like, like Marco Bellinelli and and Ginobili. Like they Bellinelli can play defense a little eh, bit. I mean, Furkan is fucking awful, dude. He He's got some of the worst. He defense. has one job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so did J.J. Redick, and you know what I mean? But he's not J.J. Redick. Can I say something? That's what I hate about Furkan. You can say whatever you want. If you like Furkan Korkmaz, yeah. you're a fucking idiot. He has... You're weird. 
Dude, yeah. he no, has you're a an following idiot. You're on Twitter, yeah. and it makes no fucking sense. Like anybody, that, like, weirdos. like, yeah, like they're like, why do you like, like unathletic sports figures? Right, that are are ugly and stupid with yellow shoes and can't yeah. shoot good. Those There's nothing shoes. good about him. He is so he's like, man, he does so many unathletic things in the basketball court, and people are like, I fucking love for he's so bad. He's so he made that one shot. In Portland, yeah. all those months ago, and people were like, "Remember when he Joe, won that game?" In Portland? That was that shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he fucking that winter, stupid. That, ass. No, no, don't you remember our the podcast at the day yeah, or the couple days after that? We went fucking ballistic because because that's just how people feel about it, and like it was fun. But yeah, fuck Furkan, fuck like, him. Yeah, that game winner against Portland, and people were like, "Cork That's yeah. what it was, <laughs> you know. And ever since then, it's been fucking. I think five we months. opened the show with Furkan. <laughs> And Brown either puts him in or Horford in as a sixth man. And it's just nauseating. It is. Burks is Burks such is a, a better basketball player yeah. than him. Uh-huh. I can't believe to say this. Than him and Neto. Yeah. And just, ugh. I don't Brad, understand it. I don't want to. You know what I'm going to do? And here, this is it. I'm going to let it play out because I know no, how it's going to play. No, you're not. Why do you lie? No, I am. Why do you it, lie? I'm going to let it play out. No. I'm going to try. I, I really know where it's going to go. I know Lies. where it's going to go. Lies. If anything other Lies. than what I think it's going to go, I will fucking eat crow. But I, I feel like I know how this is going to go, Jimmy. Oh. I, feel like Jimmy eating, said it. I feel like instead of eating crow, we should oh, make you God. actually eat something. A, I'll eat a crow on this table. A what? real one? All right, ready? No, you Are won't. you ready? Are you fucking ready for this statement? I'm going to mean it. Right. Wow. Hold on, hold on, I will What's he come eat? here with a burnt bird of some sort. I'll, maybe a crow. Maybe I'll dial up a crow. I will eat a crow on this table if the Sixers win the NBA championship. How, how noble of you. You're just going to let it ride out just just in, in case the Sixers win a championship. You're just going to sit there and, and, let it, and let it happen. Oh, wow. What an amazing thing for you to do. It's so you can either sit back and watch them win a championship or go, I was right. Screw a burnt bird. You should eat like a turd or something. Yeah, you're going to throw a championship. My point like, is, why, why are you like, so stuck on birds? Yeah, you're, stuck, you're, you're, stuck, birds, yeah you're stuck on the literal uh, term of crow. Like we're gonna make you eat like like a, a like a bull's testicle. No, I'm gonna piss, I'm pissing in your mouth. Is How what's gonna, gonna happen? I think that's like Holy a delicacy hell. in like the West. A, a bull's testicle or Matt's piss would be quite. What are those things quite, called? Quite what do they call those? It's like a, a bull's a bull's testicle. What is Nick talking about? We're, what we're trying to make dirty eat? I'm pissed. Uh, Rocky Welcome Mountain to the conversation. Oh, Rocky Mountain. There it is. There it is. Yeah, we'll fry you up a nice bull ball, and uh, you know. and, and I'm pissing in your mouth. Yeah, and, yeah. And a if the Sixers too. win, I'll eat one. I promise. All right. Well, you know. Well, they're not. So yeah, but I'm good. I feel good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. You get to sit back and either who's say, I, "I told you win? so." Who's gonna win? Who, who you like? The championship? Yeah. Nah, I don't know. It's in a bubble. It doesn't count unless the Sixers win. Um, you know so, what? What? That's a great point. The Lakers. No. Gonna be. I feel it. Um, it's probably the Lakers. I feel it. I don't know. No. Uh, somehow LeBron will will blow it in the bubble. Um, yeah, it's certainly not the Rockets because Harden and Westbrook are frauds. Uh, it's fun to think about. It won't be us, but it's fun to think about. I I say that Sixers are are the most like who no. fucking knows team. They're no, not I winning it. Clips. I think the Clips. It's not the Bucks. I'll tell you this much. It is you, not the Milwaukee Bucks. Nick, did you see that game today? The Clips? Yeah, well, they didn't. I Devin Booker, that turnaround yeah. fucking game winner was Devin nice. Booker is. We know who that oh! team is. We know who the Clippers are. I don't. I like. That, so like we talk about like I don't give a fuck what you know I don't care what the record is or whatever I don't, if you're a Clippers fan I, dude I don't give a fuck we know who the Clippers are we don't know who the Sixers are yet our best player quote unquote Joe's our best player our second best player switches positions like that's so God, different could, I bet could we have drafted Devin Booker 
I bet we could have. Of and course we could. A have. lot of people could have. He went like 15. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I was a lot, a lot. A lot. He, he went like mid first round. I'm almost, yeah. I'll look oh it up. God, I'm, almost, so I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Like last or maybe last year, two years ago. Like, would you trade be Ben for Devin? And uh, you know, people are just still projecting Ben to be Magic Johnson. So you know, there was a lot of no's. <laughs> Devin Booker's really good scoring. Ben very Simmons good is really good at um, Devin Booker doesn't. He does not play defense, but you know, nope. when you get that kind of scorer on your team. You know, everybody else. Everybody else can play defense. There you go. Yeah, he went. Uh, he went. It's good to have sports back. You know, it is good to have all sports back. of Man. this negativity. Man, breaking glass with fat asses. We're I gonna mean, take a they're break. Not, they're not really giving us much to work with here. You know, what I mean, these teams, except for the Flyers. But we'll I think the them. Sixers are giving us plenty. Jimmy, to work can with. I There's plenty to discuss. Quick? So, with the third overall pick in the 2015 draft, your 76ers took Jaleel Okafor, and at 13 went Devin Booker. Who who do you have and in between there? I want to hear some four. players. Porzingis, yeah, Porzingis went four. That's Porzingis good. went four. You had Cauley Stein, awful. He's all right. Moutier is okay. Stanley he, Johnson Moutier sucks. Yeah, he's all right. No, he sucks. He, he's not seventh overall. He sucks. Move on. Stanley Johnson, bland. Frank Kaminsky, you're the old Wisconsin guy, bland. Sucks. Just, suck. Justice Wins- Winslow, okay. He is Miles Turner. Oh, Miles Turner, okay. Big men like they they miss a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was a miss. Oh, they always do. Nerlens Noel, remember that motherfucker? Sure he can do. still rebound. Hey, you know he'll go zero points, fifteen rebounds, and <laughs> yeah. you know, good for him. He so, is exactly <laughs> Samuel Dalembert, like in every way. Yeah, he's just like that's an a eight, good comparison. He's like an eight and eight guy that'll yeah. never go beyond the eight and eight guy. You know, Dalembert, Dalembert, huh? We're gonna go into a break. Hopefully, this time Jimmy doesn't delete the second act of the show. Uh, we have some right great. Uh, <laughs> we had a we have really a, good second half last sh- time. Shut your mouth. Hey, we you have know what? Just for that, here's Matt going through a plate glass <laughs> coffee table because he's fucking. God damn it! We we'll be right back. This episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour is brought to you by Pete's Plate Glass Palace. Hey, this is Pete from Pete's Plate Glass Palace. <laughs> We do plate glasses for cars, sliding doors, and skyscrapers, and fat fucks who fall through their plate glass coffee tables. Don't give a shit. We waited for this for four. That's that's not necessary. Call Pete's plate glass ballot. We waited for this for four. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about your... Philadelphia Flyers, it's enough of the disrespect. Honestly, we probably should have talked about them first. They are the team giving this city the most hope and chance at a championship. I don't think that's an overstatement or at least a deep run into the playoffs. They played this past Sunday and they whooped up on the Boston Bruins, a team that a city that we love to beat um, Nick. This is your time to shine. This is your segment. Uh, how, did, how did it feel? How did it feel to watch your flyers back? How did it feel to watch your flyers back and absolutely whoop up on the black and yellow Boston Bruins? You know, I, I, I had a feeling like all day that they were going to kick that team's ass. You just I, needed I, to I had, I had this toilet. feeling. I was just like, I was just like, my boys, man, my boys. Like, there's just so much about this team that's just like, I'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about them. Just you know, just thinking about just thinking about G and Jake and my goodness. So I, you know, I was feeling good on Sunday. Let me tell you, 
And uh, I, I play, I play, I play some nice hunji on uh, on the Flyers. When I was just feeling good, you know, hunji's a lot to me. You know, I'm I only make like ten dollars an hour. You know, so I, I put a hunji on them, and uh, I was feeling confident. I was You're, just feeling good, man. Poor kids. And holy shit, poor guy. did those boys come out and fucking make a statement, man? They kicked the shit. Out of the Bruins. The great thing about the city, the shit out of them. The city of Philadelphia and their sports teams. All three teams, the Phillies, the Sixers, and the Flyers, played exactly the way they left off from the last time they played. The Phillies let us down. The Sixers let us down, and the Flyers left off exactly where they were. Just their hair on fire. Yeah. All four lines. Correct me if I'm wrong, Nick. uh, Just, just going off, and Carter Hart looking like an animal. But. If the logic earlier applies to the Phillies, you know, it's too, it's, all, it's not that many games. You can't tell if they're going to be bad or good. It's not that many games. You don't know what it's going to be. And the same, you got to say the same thing for the Flyers. I mean, it's- yeah, I, I think that's where Matt was, you know, Matt was saying like in March, you know, they were the hottest team in hockey, like January, yeah. February, March. They were hottest team in hockey. And Matt's saying it looked like they carried right over. And let me tell you, they fucking carried it right over because. It- they embarrassed a really good hockey team. Who the Bruins announced? looked like the Bruins looked like a team that hadn't played in three or four months. The Flyers looked like a team that played lo- the night before. I mean, maybe two the, nights before. The biggest moment in that game to me Thank was that the Flyers that. were up. And Nick, you're exactly right. That's what I was trying to point out. Is that the Flyers were up two to nothing. The Bruins came back and scored two to one. And then I believe 14 seconds less now. I don't know yeah. the exact seconds. It was, it was within off the face seconds. Off. Yeah, right. Off the exactly. face off the Flyers shut it down. They scored right away. What we, want, what we want and what we want Phil Myers. Myers. Yeah. Phil what Myers you want in baseball, a shutdown inning. Rafa scored first. Like a, like, like a kickoff return touchdown. Just something you want to say. You know what? I don't care if you just scored. We're coming right back to shut down your momentum. And the Flyers did that. And I was like, man, this team has something. Yeah, and and Nick, you're the Flyers guy. I am a a fair weathered fan. So this is this is your time to shine. We did this the last time we recorded. Jimmy decided not to save it and delete it. So we're going to do this again. We're going to ask you a bunch of questions. Say why is this team legit? Why is this team not legit? What can and what cannot make this team go all the way or fall short of what we hope this team can pull off? Uh, Dirty Mike, you seem to be chomping at the bit here. Do you have anything to no, say? No, I'll start off. So I saw after that game, Nick's on Twitter. He's going wild. He said, you know, uh, he made some kind of joke about the fourth line and how they need a nickname. But like, I don't know hockey. Tell me what that is and why. So what is the fourth line for the Flyers and why do they need a nickname? So unfortunately, that that's kind of in the shitter now. Uh, the, <laughs> the fourth line is Raffle, Thompson, and Pitlick. And uh, they, they played a game. I got to name the Pitlick Pussies. My God, yeah. aggressive, but it could work. Mother of mercy! I don't know how I didn't think the of that. To be honest pack. with you guys, the Pitlick wow. Pals, the Pitlick um, Potluck, the Pitlick Potluck, or the Pitlick Pussies. We'll put that to a vote. Yeah. Uh, gonna, I, I wrote them. I wrote them both down on my phone. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a poll later on. Peace Popeyes. Now I mean, glass so, so it's actually <laughs> customary down in the um, <laughs> down in the south every year at the end of the barbecue season. They 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 do a pit lick where they lick. The, the barbecue pits. There's a lot of good, like little morsels. Oh, down little, there. little chunks that fall down. Like yeah. maybe a little. He didn't have to say this. A, a, a hockey oh. tradition, unlike any other. Of course. Ends. He, didn't have to, he didn't have to say the South, and I knew where that was. Sure. <laughs> of course, know. which is very hockey esque. Nick, go. On. I, I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about. Thanks, Jimmy. Your All boys. Right. 
I I issued the question about the fourth line and why they need a nickname. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Raffle scored the first goal off of a sick dish from Travis Sanheim. Uh, Nate Thompson got the second goal, and that's when I went on Twitter. I was on Twitter the whole game just going berserk. I lost a few followers. Um, <laughs> Which means uh, you did a great job. I did the a flash great, doing well. I did a great fucking job. Um, yeah, so so the fourth line got the first two goals, and I was like, yo, you know, you know what? Let's fucking name them. Next thing you know, uh, this this fucking asshole. I, I keep forgetting his name because his name is stupid as shit. His name's Jordan like Lousen. He's a, he's a piece of shit that slew foot the fuck out of Raffle. And a, and a, to to you, Dirty Mike, a slew foot is when you basically put your skate underneath another guy's skate intentionally oh. to oh. fuck his shit up. Oh, I got totally like an ankle. He breaker. slew foot the shit out of Raffle. Uh. And there's some stupid ass rule going like going around the NHL right now that like the the team is not allowed to tell the fans or the media what players are injured with. It's really fun. You're yeah, talking NHL about the high body, low body injury bullshit. Not, I, they can't even do that, I, bro. Really? Yeah. So, so like it, as much, as much good as the NHL is doing, the NHL is doing really good. Probably the best out of all four. Um, for whatever reason, I, well, I, I will say the NBA. Is I couldn't better, but eh, shut the fuck up. I couldn't the hockey find guys out, just trying to get I couldn't a little ribbon why, on his shoulder. Why that was a thing. Um, you know, Matt, what? I'm just saying. Oh, the NBA is just doing an excellent job. The NHL guys got to try and be like, oh, the NHL's doing he's the mad. best yeah, listen, job. I'm waiting any week now where Nick's going to come out and be like, he's just going to fucking lose it and want to take the top spot on the show because the Flyers are the only hope we have. I he said, knows it. I, he fucking knows I, it. I personally said we should start with the Flyers and Nick's the one who puts together what we talk about in his show. Trouble. He had the Flyers third. If they start out like 5-0, and oh, he's going to fucking lose his I mind. I said we should I'm start scared. with the Flyers. I'm Go scared. ahead, Nick. Go hey. ahead. Hey, I don't even know who the fuck. What was I talking about? Let's get home. Let's forget. Forget the fourth line. Yeah, the game right, is a terrible on. way to start. Oh yeah. Let yeah, me. Yeah. No, so no, 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 no. The story is Raffle <laughs> got Raffle got slew footed, which is which is a, a very very dirty thing to do in hockey. Cutting this whole part out. Yeah. Just cut the just cut the dirty mic interrupting me as always. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming unraveled, folks. Let's get <laughs> to a good discussion. The slew foot was a bad thing, and let's move on. All right. For fuck's sake. Hey. What? Shush. Shut your dumb mouth. <laughs> hey. What is the number one reason the Flyers will take it all the way and raise Lord Stanley's cup? Ah, oh, man, that's a great question. Um I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with their depth. I'm gonna go with their depth. It's I the think that's answer. I think that's a uh, a safe answer. It's the wrong answer. Um lines one through four, there's talent down it. And then on the defense, there's talent just down. Trying to say to you, wrong answer. It is wrong answer. It's an easy. Answer. So the, look, there's 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 like there's like four answers. There's depth, which is important in the in the in the playoffs because people are going to get hurt. Two, you know what? Matt's right. Number one's the goalie. I'm <laughs> sorry. You. Jesus, this is Carter Hart. I was going to answer would be Carter gonna, Hart. Yeah, I talked myself right out of that. Yeah, it's the goalie. Jeez. It's the goalie. He's we have a 21 year old phenom who's what. I, I, I'm I'm pretty much disgusted with myself. So Jimmy, we're gonna we're gonna cut that part too. Um, yeah, it's the fucking goalie, Matt. You're right. He's a he's a he's a stone that and right. He's a stone cold killer. That kid, perfect combo. He's 21 years Thank old you. and he is unflappable. Like Steph. that motherfucker. He saved 34 of 35 shots. That's a lot of shots. That's a lot of shots. Yeah. And 
And he didn't like he didn't have to do anything flashy on Sunday. Everything looked easy. Like like as a fan, I was never uneasy. Like I'm watching Carter Hart make these saves look fucking easy. Yeah. And that's how you know you have a good goalie. He's doing things that like because his positioning is so good and and his and I mean the dude's a robot. I mean, he's a robotic goalie. Like, he just does everything right. All right, so as, we as have a, one as, and two. Jimmy, As go a ahead. Flyers fan, but this is, like, more, like, general. Like, you, you, I was thinking about this. What, what's the last, like, actual, um, like, number one goalie that's been on this team? Like, Bernie Perron. Bernie Perron. Well, Hextall, right? Hextall, sure. Hextall. But it would probably listen, be Hextall listen, was the last one. Hextall, was, he was a good goalie, and, like, when he was a really good goalie, I was about three years old. So, like, the Hextall that I saw was, you know his second tenure with the Flyers. He was good. I mean, but Bernie Pratt, I mean, that that's your last, Garth that's your last Snow. top goalie. Yeah. The Hextall Gar Snow connection. We had that for a while. <laughs> and then you had Boucher. Boucher. And then Boucher came in as a rookie Did and almost took us to the Stanley Cup final. We, we, uh, we lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Never in forget the Eastern Golf. Conference finals. Oh my uh, God. Don't Briscala. ever, don't ever forget. Yeah. Holy shit. Are we still paying him, Nick? <laughs> yeah. He's like, There's a question. Probably. He's like, uh, what's his name? <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, Bobby, 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 Bobby. Are we still paying him? They made the right choice in, and I don't want to get too deep, but they made the right choice at that time to, to trade Richards and Carter. I didn't feel that way at the time. You know, I, my, you know, my heart was broken because Richards and Carter were my boys. It sure was. And mm. they made those trades and then they, they had pills. all this money to play with. And what they did with the money was sign Ilya Brzezgalov. So, <laughs> you know, every all the, you know, the good things that they did from those trades were just just flushed down the toilet by signing Brzezgalov because. I don't know. I don't want to say flushed down the toilet, but like we got we got Voracek and Simmons. We wasted Simmons. What's he prime. even doing now? Is he just like in Eastern Europe turning tricks? Like Who Brzezgala? Yeah, my yeah, guys. yeah. He's yeah, he's out there with like the uh, you know the monkey and the juke and the and the and the Jack in the Box thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like a jester. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Or, or he probably like owns yeah. a weed bar in Moscow. There's just like something he's doing right. Yeah, now. He's yeah, a yeah. fucking weirdo. He, he, he listen. We all know he's a fucking weirdo. Matt, tell us how off the rails we are again. As we move on from the one and two reasons, from the goalie and the depth, what are what would be the third reason that the Flyers make it to the Stanley Cup? The so coach. The, the coach. Elaine Vigneault. The best coach in Philadelphia right Dude, now. Dude, like, when we, when, we, wow. when we got Elaine on board, I was like, ah, he, you know, he coached the Rangers. He's going to have to win me over. He won me over the first second I saw Jeez. him. Like... Yeah, yeah. He Can came I say out, something he, real quick? You know, the first, the first clip that we got of him, like, yelling at the team, like, when he was pissed off at something, be a fucking flyer. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I don't care who he coached in the past. Yeah, I'm obsessed with this guy. Matt, I gotta ask you. You said the best coach in Philly right now. You're putting him over Dougie P? That's wild, bro. Doug has it, corona, and he doesn't care right now. Well, that's, that's a crazy talk. thing to say, Nick. I I was covering you. I, as a extremely fair-weather <laughs> Flyers fan, and not a hockey fan at all, love watching Lane Vigneault just coach his team, obviously just from the box, and just 
watching him in interviews, just the way he conducts himself. Yeah. He looks just like a guy who controls his team, does exactly what needs to be said, and exactly what Nick said. Like, be a flyer. Do this. He just looks like a hockey coach. He's a guy yes. that it demands respect. Doug beat Belichick for his Guess title. Respect. This is ridiculous talk here. So, now, of course, I I probably went over the top. Doug Peterson got us our, our Lombardi trip. Matt Doug getting Corona. I'm nervous right now. That's all. What <laughs> Elaine Vigneault has done with almost the exact same team. Yep. At, when Dave Hackstall just could barely make this team a playoff yep. team. Same is that team. much of a difference? Same, this same has team. been the incorrect take minute with Matt. <laughs> Number one coach in Philadelphia is Doug Peterson. Stop. Yeah. What are you my man about, beat man? Belichick and Brady in the Super I, Bowl. Listen, Doug Peterson. Come on. Doug Peterson is the Stop. best. Doug Peterson is the best coach. <laughs> Lane Vigneault is right there without winning a championship. Yeah, he's like he's like so like Vigneault is a guy who like you could see winning a title. He's like that yes. kind of guy. That, I that, I could see Vigneault cool. winning winning a championship, but he's got to do that. Come on, Doug Pearson's best coach or Doug Pearson's best coach in Philadelphia. He is all right. He's he is Matt. Matt got a little. I could see the flyer fever. Like I am. He's I'm in. Color. There was, was some flames. I'm on the bandwagon. I'm on the bandwagon. Now yeah. I ask the next question. While on the bandwagon, what's number one reason the Flyers would lose in the first round? Youth. I, like, I like it. Youth. Yeah, Jimmy got it. Uh, they're, the, they're the sixth youngest team in the NHL, which is what makes wow. what makes what they're doing so incredible. You have a, like the, the, we already talked about the twenty one year old goalie. That's unheard of. Like young. it usually takes goalies like three or four years to to really get it. Carter got it night one. Like he got it night one. Is he the youngest or are they younger? Um. So. Ah, if you don't man. know, it's fine. I'm just no, I no, no. I think he, I think he, right now he's the youngest, but like it's very rare for a goalie that young to come up. And I'm trying to think of so another one. Carey guys- Price, Carey Price came up at that age. Okay, I mean so- he's like 34 now because I mean he, we've been watching him our whole life. Six youngest. These guys are all. So you're talking like 2024. 20, They're just young as hell. So take, so take occasional uh, veteran dude. Right? So take Matt Niskanen, who I think is like 34. 30- Two thirty-three. Yeah. Take Brian Elliott, who's like 34, 35. Oh. Take those two Still out. Around. And then Justin Braun. Justin Braun, I think, is 36. Take those three out, and you probably have the youngest team in the NHL. And I've learned about the Flyers. G's G's 31. He's our age. Um <laughs> Jake is Jake is pushing on that. Um no. Yeah, they're young. Jake Vorchek, top five least favorite athletes in Philadelphia. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're, of yeah, you're uh, what's with the name Jake around here? Currently currently wearing his Jake uh, Arietta, Jake wearing my Jake jersey. Please stop. Jake uh, Elliott's great. So don't sign uh, yeah, ooh, like Jake it. Elliott's great. Iris I rescind my statement. Of course, Doug Pearson is the best coach you're you're in Philadelphia. I am mad at myself. Matt was fired up. Matt first was fired of all, up. first of all, let it be known that I do this on the show. I will admit when I am wrong. And it's tough for yeah. most of you to do that. What? I do no 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 no. I do that. I will say, you know what? I'm wrong. I made I made a mistake. Oh, I'll do that too. I did say Hitler didn't hate the Jews. I was like, you know what? I made a mistake. So here's what I thought you that were going to really do. That was really difficult to admit to as here's well. Here's what I thought you were going to do. And if you were as smart as me, this is how I would have jujitsued my way well, out of there. Well, I, I still have time. So so help me out. I would have jujitsued out of there by saying, oh, I meant active coaches, play, like coaches that are like have a season going. Because I think no. you were just forgetting about Doug because he's not he's not playing. Right no, now. no, and because he has the Rona. Nick's, like, Nick's still going with that, huh? Nick is just Matt. I'm go trying to save you. I know. I'm fine. Okay, so, I'm so saving. Fine. 
I guess the only, the only alternative I mean, is that I mean, you really for a second thought that Vino is the number one coach in Philly, which is just strange. Because I the Flyers we, are dope as I'm, fuck. I'm now concerned about you. Because just, the Flyers Jimmy's are head, dope. Jimmy's head I flew think, off his head with I sound. think what Vigneault has done with this team from where it came from is is pretty incredible just from a coaching it's difference. It's the same fucking team like you said. It's but just that we had we had a coach that was a little now fucking the bitch. now the diehard Flyers fan could argue against me that Carter Hart wasn't on the team. Correct? Is yes, that a correct? Yes, yeah. he was. He was. Then yeah. perfect. Then I'll then I'll stick with that. What Vigneault has done with this team is pretty incredible. Doug Peterson is the better coach because he brought the Lombardi Trophy. So I admit my mistake. Everybody, settle Do the fuck down. Do you know what Dave Hacksaw looks like? Would you respect that guy? No, no. We were no. at the the fanatic fan fest, and I remember listening to him speak. I'm like, you're just, you're just, you're the worst. Uh, yeah, so no, I, I asked, terrible. I asked him a simple question. And I, I, I got, fan I got fest. to ask him the first question because what a know, name, the fanatic fan fest. You I'm guys are Flyer, I'm fans. Flyers nuke here, and uh, I asked him the first question, and if you remember, it was about Carter Hart. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what, I was like, what do you expect out of Carter Hart? And Dave Haxtall just like you're, you're in a bar full of drunk people. Just be like. He was like, well, you know, he, ha- we have to see what he does in training camp and this and that. So it's like, yo, idiot, you're not like up against the media. Like the cameras aren't yeah. on like shut the, like just fucking be like, be a bro. And like that dude can't be a bro. And then you have a- Elaine Vigneault showing up to a fucking, you know, on his, he, he did like, uh, he, I can't remember what exactly what it was, but he showed up to something, you know, like an interview with a fucking martini, like just fucking getting hammered drunk. Like Elaine Vigneault gets it. He gets us like, he oh yeah. Isn't that a saying? Like he loves like martinis. He loves martinis. Yeah. See, he's a fucking boss. He's a, he's a bro, um, man. Uh, this is an easy question for you. Are they beating the, the caps on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. They yes, are. they are. Of course they are. The caps can't handle us. The only the caps team. can't handle the Flyers. No, they can't. We we always beat the Capitals. They're oh, a bunch of bitches, oh and we my. they can't beat us. All right, so what, the li- seven games. The series? Lightning are the one that you're. The Lightning, of? yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, the we the Bruins a seven game series with the Bruins is one hundred percent going to seven, and it could be either team. Uh, that that's just so that's, that's, just that's way, what a seven game series is. That's where the Bruins and the Flyers, you know, they just they the Flyers and the Bruins like anytime they play each other, it's just like. You know, it, there's always a chance for either team to win. When you play, when you play like the Lightning, it's like being a Flyers fan. You almost feel like you're going to get swept. Like the the, the the Tampa Bay Lightning has o- always owned us. So yeah, I don't want to play them. I really don't. The Bruins, I'm I'm fine with playing the the Capitals seven game series. We're gonna fucking kick their ass. They're a bunch of bitches. We'll probably beat them. You know, in five games. That's exciting stuff, Nick. Get ready, bitches. Nick, get ready to keep talking about your Philadelphia Flyers because it's an exciting time for them. Get ready to bring the noise. Get ready to bring the information, the stats, because uh, oh, it is more than two minutes from you from from here on out. But for now, we have way more exciting stuff to do because it is time for. Dirty Mike's two cents. He's got one now. Two cents. Dirty, Dirty Mike. He's got one now. Two cents. Dirty Mike. He's got one. Two cents. Dirty Mike. He's got one, but two cents. Who on God's green earth invented pole vaulting? Pole vaulting. That's a. Great- a great point, man. 
Like, what is the, even the point? That's great. It is a. It is like a. What's the point? It is an ancient like Greeks, but forget. It. Go. On. Yeah. Well, it's, it's still <laughs> stupid. This is 2020. I get it. Here's so what's the deal with slipping on banana peel references made on TV and movies? Like, has that ever happened to anyone? Fuck no. I think it's like a Looney Tunes thing. I, oh, dude, it's in everything. I mean, everything. Yeah. I, it, Go ahead. Listen, your 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 child is three months old. Wait till he's like one and a half, mm. wanting to watch Paw Patrol. The banana thing is everywhere. So still cartoons. Okay, yeah, got well, it. Go that's ahead. That's what he's asking. Why is it everywhere when you know you don't really see it in real life? Like, have you ever slipped on a banana peel? I don't right. Know. It doesn't I just make sat, sense. I just sat through a plate of glass. We did. Should we play the sound? No, 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 no. You remember that time that Matt sat through glass? Yep. Here's the sound. I love when you see signs for a lost dog. I mean, they're not lost, man. They ran away from. Hey. That boy, I move on. Hey, I get it. <laughs> a reception, a receptionist at a doctor's office will look you straight in your face and ask you if you're available five months and sixteen days. From now. <laughs> <laughs> and every time you're like, yeah, I guess. You're like, yeah. you're, you're like let me, now. you're like, let me look, and you're like, why am I even looking? And like, then, what am I doing here? And then they call you like, like two or three days before, like. Hey, are you still coming to your, your appointment on Tuesday at four? And I'm like, no, probably not. Like, can we reschedule? This is, this well, is now just, I have plans. This yeah, is just right? turned into a here's your sign segment. Here's your sign. Yes, Jesus, go ahead. All right. <laughs> so I got to be honest. I stole this one, but I'd love this one. How are unicorns fake, but a giraffe is real? Like, what's more believable? A horse with a horn coming out of its head or a leopard moose camel with a 40-foot neck? <laughs> moose camel. Who did you steal that from? I just saw it online. It was too good not to show. Okay. You saw it online? I did. Like just on Google like, or on Twitter like on, like or on Facebook? Yahoo.com. Exactly. Jeez. Yes, Yahoo.com. <laughs> you fucking nerd. <laughs> out of all the weird shit we eat and drink on the earth, how is asparagus the only thing that makes my pee smell? Beer makes your pee smell like beer. Uh, there's actually... Said no one. I don't know. I Said like, no one. I feel like I'm going to say something and then out of the tens of listeners that listen to me are going to be like, you need to see a doctor about this. There's a lot of things that make my pee smell. Yeah, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, like <laughs> asparagus and coffee. Sometimes if I only drink coffee on an empty stomach. Coffee makes my pee smell yeah, weird. Yeah, me All too. right, so both of us are sick. No, That's good coffee, to know. Coffee's definitely a thing. Wings make my pee smell weird. Wings <laughs> make my shit smell weird. Get, get out of here. Just leave. No, I, but That's is weird. that is that why I, I break glass when I sit on mm -hmm. things? Okay, all right. I, go on. Brett Favre was an above average quarterback. A slightly a slightly above average quarterback. That's okay. That's a horrendous. That. Horrendous. Uh He's a that's a horrendous take. Slightly above average. Slightly, slightly above average is is a pretty. It, it, it's a glowing. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, and saying he's slightly above average is a pretty good. Uh, no. He's great. He's great at sending dickies. Yes, he's great at sending dickies. Who, but who's he's that girl that he sent dickies to. Uh, oh, not right. his wife. The Jets reporter. He is a, oh, he's a top 15, top 10 quarterback of all time. He's not slightly above average. No, he is. Because. So he's not a top 10 quarterback of all time. No, absolutely fucking not. Slightly I, top, above average. Top 15? No, I can't You're even You're way ahead. off. 
You're way off. I can't go Brett Favre top 15 of all time. I can't do it. And it, there's so many reasons why. And one of them is like, and the whole mentality behind the gunslinger. I hate that. That's like a guy who, You're like, so, like, that's it, an excuse to me, I guess. Hey, y'all, so, this is Brett Favre. And when I'm not wearing my real comfortable Wrangler jeans, they got the deep fit crotch. So everything hangs down nice. Then I'm taking my penis out and uh, putting a little cape on it. And then I get the lighting just right. And I take a few snaps. And I move it. Take a couple more snaps. And then it's animatronics. Okay. Brett Favre is a top 10 quarterback of all time. Top 15 at worst. What do you mean, why? There's no way. So, all right, I got. There's no way. I, 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 so, dude, no. I would need. I would no. need a list. I would need a list to say like, is he top? Why 10? not? I is it, say, is it strictly be- absolutely not top ten? No. I would say no. top twenty. Yes. You're only right. are, top I'm, twenty. I'm, I'm there, Nick, but not. I'm, I might be a little over twenty. Hey, I would need. I would need to sit here when I'm not wearing my real comfortable Wrangler jean shorts, new for the 2020 season. I'm taking my bird out of its cage. <laughs> and I'm putting a little studio lighting on it, three-point lighting, one from the side, one from the front, one from the back to give it that little back lighting. And I'm putting a, a nice slow jam on, maybe some Sade. And then I'm snapping a couple of pics with the flash up real bright so it glistens off my, my bird. Is your so only need- reason for saying he's not top ten because of his, his interceptions? Is that your only reason? No, but it's a but it's a big part. Then of why it. else? But it's a big part of because it. Because there's because there's ten quarterbacks better than him. Yeah, that's well, what I'm saying. Top well, fifteen, here, top ten. I need 10. to sit here and fucking and go down the lists and write them out. Time to out, say, time like, out. Do you realize what you're saying? That he's slightly above average, and then we're talking about top fifteen, top ten all time. You can't say slightly above average and have this conversation. Slightly this is above average Favre. is such when a. When I'm not wearing my extreme relaxed fit jeans with the drop crotch to give me a little bit extra circulation down there, I made a. Uh, when I'm not wearing them, I made a little, a tiny little iPhone, and then I put it on my dick, and then I had my dick take pictures of me with this tiny penis-sized iPhone. Do you know what a slightly above average quarterback is? Like, who a slightly above average quarterback yeah, is? Yeah, a Hall of Famer. No, no, that's ridiculous. Uh, an you're above being, average you're quarterback. You're being insane. You're being insane. A slightly above average quarterback. Who's a slightly above average quarterback in today's NFL? Give me somebody. Give me somebody. Anyone? Uh, a slightly above average quarterback in today's NFL. Josh, Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen? Mm-hmm. So, you, what? Is, is Brett Favre not better than Josh Allen? I don't know. He's got the track record. He's finished. got the years. If he's Josh got- Allen plays for 20 years, he could be far. Right. Because here was, here's what I hated about Favre. his Bart. tenure. His tenure skews it all. He never got hurt, Both which is touchdowns and picks, so it works against me as well. But what I do know about Brett that drove me crazy was in very crucial moments, he farted. He queefed, I thought. I thought your in thing was jo- In big moments where a game was on the line, and I was at many of them. I watched a lot of them in person, including the 4th and 26 Eagles win in the playoffs against Brett when he, oh, when he threw good. that ball off like a punt. Oh, and Dalton just watched it. You. And went you were right there. So but that Brett Favre was infamous for farting in big moments. Hey, y'all, so y'all, y'all, your Favre. thing is queefing. Hey, y'all, this is Brett Favre. When I'm not wearing my extremely comfortable classic fit jeans with the loot for a hammer just in case you ever need to carry around a hammer with you when you're wearing your <laughs> comfortable Wrangler jeans I'm unzipping and I'm sitting in my my special space and it's got got some nice nice overhead lighting giving a nice dramatic shadow 
and I pull out the I pull out the nice Canon camera, and I take some glamour shots. I put a little smoke in there, and I take glamour pics sometimes. Brett Favre's a little weird, you guys. He played, what was it, 297 consecutive games, won a Super Bowl, reinvented the way the quarterback was played, was able to scramble out of the pocket. Yes, was a gunslinger. Of course, he threw interceptions. But the way the quarterback is played today, part of that is because of Brett Favre. So slightly above average? No, that's a completely ridiculous statement. Did he have flaws? Of course he had flaws. Peyton Manning had flaws. Peyton Manning better? Yes. Is he better yeah, but Just because is. you're an innovator that like made the league turn into what you were. So like, you know, Randall Cunningham turned the league into kind of a running quarterback league. It doesn't mean that he was fucking outstanding. Of he course was, not, because he didn't want a goddamn Super Bowl. He didn't last for 20 years. And Favre won one and lasted 20 years. Oh, one, which one. was awesome. And but lasted one, 20 years. One over those 20 are years is a 5% huge, clip. Those are two huge accomplishments. You just throw those two statements to the side like they're not a huge part of this conversation. Oh, he won one Super Bowl. Oh, he lasted Dude, for 20 years. if I'm years. a guy who wins a title 5% of the time, then I don't belong in the Hall of Fame. And that was Brett Favre. Get the hell out of here with what you just said. Yeah, I'm all, I'm that all is insane. That. Yeah, that is such a ridiculous I'm leaving statement. the Dirty Mike 20 team years, after that. he won one title. All right. I mean, you Get got one. That's great. That is. Here. But so did a lot of guys that Brett aren't in the Hall of Fame. Because they didn't last 20 years and they don't have the touchdown the numbers that he had. They don't have the numbers that Brett no, Favre it's has. No, what me and Nick just said and no, it's no, tenure. Just it comes down no, don't let me in with you anymore. I'm, a, I'm not. No. You just made a blanket statement that if you don't win a certain percentage of championships, you don't deserve to be a no, dog. No, no, that, that, was dirty. that was really Hold stupid. On, you said I don't want it to be the only thing, but it's a part of it. There's a lot of other stuff, and I'm trying to say it's tenure. It's all. It's the factors around him. He always had a good team around him. He always had a great defense. He had Reggie White. He had a lot he of good not. players. No. He had a lot of good running backs. He had a lot of good wide receivers. No. He had good players. No, not no, great players. no, he had good no. players. They were always a sustainable team. Not for 20 years. Yes, they no. were. No, he did was- not always have Reggie White. I'm sorry if you forgot this. Reggie White Dude. fucking died. He did not always have Reggie White. He did not always have a great fucking no, but defense. But he had him when he won a title. <laughs> yeah, when he won a title, he did. Let's talk about the defense. Let's talk about his weapons. I mean, he he's always had he's always had solid weapons. Solid, not yeah. great. He made a lot of those wide receivers great. I Donald Driver. How do you know that though? Like, how do you know that? <laughs> what do you mean? How do I know that? How yeah. do you know Donald Driver and Donald Driver weren't like Greg Jennings just was probably athletes. his Greg Jennings was probably his best wide receiver he had. He had Antonio Freeman, Antonio Freeman and he had Donald Driver and then he had his tight end whose name is Bubba Franks. No, no, not Bubba Franks. Yes, Bubba Franks. Frank. Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Shut up with Bubba Franks. Bubba Franks. Shannon Bubba Sharp. Franks. He Bubba Franked us. He Bubba, yeah, Bubba Franked Franks was his See, this is where this is where Nick is. This is Brett Favre, but when I'm not wearing my new Wrangler uh, active wear that is uh, made out of a nice neoprene, wicks the sweat off you. What? Then I'm pulling out my Bubba Frank. That's what I call him. And I'm snapping a couple of pictures and I'm sending them straight onto the World Wide Web. No, all right, Brett. Listen, I'm trying to fight for you on being one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and you're talking about your dick being above a Frank. We got, we got to stop. He's a top 15 quarterback of all time. He's one of the greats. I know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Top 10, top 15. Now, now you're now you're backtracking a bit. Oh, shut you, up! You called him top you ten. Now you're calling him top fifteen. Uh, top, t- I said top fifteen, top ten, top fifteen. You I said, went slightly I said top above fucking average. twenty. He's not top ten. I would put him at like. I don't know. I need to make a list. 
but he's probably like 15, 16, 17-ish. All right, good for and you. Now, and now will... you, you, who's calling him the best quarterback of all time. Never said that, yes, Nick. You your whole and point of the argument of piggybacking on Dirty Mike because he's a slightly above average quarterback. Shut the fuck up with your dumb fucking mouth. He's that was your whole point. quarterback. No, an above average quarterback is like Andy Dalton on his best day. Mm. And that's Andy what you're saying, Dalton Brett Favre. On his best, on his can't best day. string together multiple cohesive arguments? Can we? Andy first Dalton of all, on his best day. On his best day. That is just called Andy Dalton. On his best and day, he, yes. And he, oh my God! And Can we play the glass thing on his Jimmy best glass day? Thing. No, not on his best day. Yeah, on his best day. Look at look Jimmy, at Matt, best just play play Matt. Do it. No, 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 no. Get out of here. Go if ahead. You if you really think about it, public swimming pools might be the sickest thing we do as a society. Oh, we moved on. Yeah, that I, I don't agree with that one. That one's stupid. No, I think there's a lot of other things that are pretty gross. Public restrooms. Public restrooms. Yeah. Orgies. Yeah, so, so move on with your list, you idiot. Who was the first guy to look at a horse and say, you know what? I think I can ride that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do agree with that. It's like, they like every time I'm near a horse, I go, wow, these are a lot bigger than I thought. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you go like wow like hopping wow on those, these baby. are a lot bigger than I thought. Someone walked <laughs> up to one on a board Wednesday and went, "I think I can get on them." Yeah, like what? Like, I, I guess I always thought like in my life that like you, when you hop, you could just hop on a horse by like lifting a leg and just like hopping up. <laughs> but no, horses are like like rhinoceros sized beasts, probably taller. Uh yeah. When's the last yeah, time you saw a rhinoceros? I, I've rode, I've rode both, uh, and then the horse is way taller. Not, none of that is true. None of what you just said. I, I saw a rhinoceros. Um, last how would summer. you know that I did or did not ride a fucking rhino? I saw a rhinoceros last summer at the Cape Bullshit. Zoo. And, and can I say something about zoos? No, uh, that's the only thing that I get real pita about. I, I, I think zoos. The are, only thing. Yeah, zoos are like like we should <laughs> not have zoos. No, wait, nothing pisses you off except for zoos. Like zoos like that we shouldn't have zoos. Why? Because I saw this one at least sad not, at least rhinoceros. Dead. At the, he had no no rhinoceros pals to hang out with. Just one sad rhinoceros in Cape May, New Jersey, when he should be in like the yeah. Serengeti. But then but then you release him into the wild in Africa, and then you have those rich douchebags that go shoot fucking beautiful animals just to fucking hang their head on their wall, and they're a bunch of fucking assholes. Did you see that shit? That there's. <laughs> There's there's one motherfucker's shot the elephant. Yeah. If you if you shoot if you shoot a goddamn elephant, you deserve a shot in your dick, you fucks. And that's all I have to say about that. It's one of our favorite times at night where Nick is at that level of drinking. I'm at that level because that's bullshit. Go ahead, Dirty. Matt. And I'll end on. It's not talked about enough that Manti Teo got caught dating an imaginary girl <laughs> after years. <laughs> Years of thinking she was real, like that motherfucker got let off did the we, hook. Did we ever find out who like was on the other end? No, after the first year, everybody stopped oh. asking questions. So and like, I don't understand why. We never found out if it was like his bros or if it was like no. just some random. No, we found out that he got. No, that's a good he question. He just got catfished, right? By, but, awesome. but not by a bro. Did they call the catfish guys from MTV? They should. That would dude. be the best episode of all time. Like yeah. some, dude, some dude or whatever 
just tricked Manti Teo for years I blame, thinking he was his girlfriend. I blame Notre Dame. I blame the Notre Dame Catholic <laughs> School for, for bringing up somebody that naive. Somebody talked to me. He is lucky that it happened when it did, though, because if it happened now, oh, he'd be like, toast. Like social media, it, it, like, and, and I know it wasn't that long ago, but it's changed. It was, so it was long much. enough. Yeah, it has. It, it was like, it was he, like oh wait, it was like, like twelve years ago. He he would not, as you say, be off the hook on that because like it would be all over Twitter to for, be that for weeks. Fucking stupid to be that naive and idiotic to think that you're just dating an internet made up human being, uh, and. Somebody on his team had to be like, yo, Manti, like that person's not real. And like, he was just like, no, man, like she's beautiful. He's like, I love her. Like, I love her. I love her. All these pictures. She showed me pictures of her boobs, but not her face. And his friend was like, yeah, when's the last time she's been over? And he was like, never. And he went, what do you mean? And he went, no, like I've never met her. Now you're right, Manti. That's a totally normal thing. That's a totally normal thing. I got drafted by the then San Diego Chargers. She's going to follow me all the way there. No, you fucking idiot. Like, no. none of this is real. Wait, is she in the stands? No, she said she couldn't come. She's been doing that for three years, Manti. I bet she asked you to wire her money, though. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Great job with Dirty Mike's Two Cents. Uh, you guys are fucking idiots on the Brett Favre account, but not as big of idiots as Manti Teo. So that you can have solace in that. Um, and probably the most important news that we're talking about today, but we did leave it to the last topic. Uh, Doug Peterson and Lane Johnson both tested positive for coronavirus. So that's still going around. Good job. If you're all wondering, <laughs> um, that still exists. Yep. Um, so that's just the world we live in. Yep. Um, what? I don't fucking know what else to say about it. It's still there. It's the world we live in. It seems like the NBA and NHL have it all handled. The you're MLP to the point now where when someone NFL. contracts it, you're like, all right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, it's we're like, at okay. that point. We're yeah, at that we point are. where it's not like, oh no. Oh no! You know, in the beginning, like a celeb or an athlete got it, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like he got COVID. Remember now when? You're like, oh, Doug got COVID. Remember when Tom Hanks got it? It was like, "Holy <laughs> fucking shit!" Yeah. Exactly. And, first, and now he's dead. First, and they have fake <laughs> Tom Hanks going around. Don't uh, start. No, no, Don't you're gonna get start. Jimmy in a tizzy with that. Don't. Start. You're gonna get Jimmy in a tizzy. Um, it does suck to to hear like Doug Pearson, the coach of the Eagles, like. That's our leader. That's our guy. Like everyone's like really upset about it. And like I first saw, I was like, man, that sucks. And I was like, he'll be okay in two weeks. Like yeah, that's but, my I mean, thought. He came out today and said, I'm fine. I've never felt better. He's he's asymptomatic. So I mean it definitely, but you know, it's good for him to know so we can stay away from others. Of course. Yeah, and, I know, and, I know. and so so, I know. so some people they have it and don't even really know. Of course. Of yeah, course. We all know that at this point. I right, think the saying, point like, is when you see he, people get it, you're not as like, you're not like, whoa. Well, I mean, but if, but if he had gotten it and they were like, and he's, he's on a respirator or something. Of course. Like, well, yeah, that's, that's like the lower end case. Sure. There, there's plenty of ways that we could talk about this is, is, is that we're becoming a little bit numb to hearing about people getting coronavirus mm-hmm. and exactly what you're talking about, Jimmy, that he could have gotten and be like, oh my God, Dr. Peterson could be dying from coronavirus. I think the bigger story here is, is the debacle that Major League Baseball is from not being in a bubble and that people and players and coaches in the NFL players are opting out left and right. Marcus yeah. Goodwin has um, the like, NFL put a deadline on it. It's gotten so serious. Yeah. They're putting a deadline on it. Guess what? Players are still going to opt out. They're not going to get paid. That's going to be a real shitty look on the NFL. They really stick to that. Uh, I'm not sure how much the NFL cares because Goodell is a heartless, <laughs> just robot. Care less. Um, he brings firearms to meet it. He does. Um, Heard it. I think the NFL has a rude awakening on their hands because the MLB can be like, yeah, you play 55 games. You play 60 games. We'll figure out a win percentage. Once you have the real star players of the NFL testing positive, 
and you have a quarterback miss a game and you have these high value players who there are there on Sundays. Matt, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. Oh, and don't forget during like peak sickness season. Like we're we're you know yeah. we're we're not this fall is not going to be good. No. I don't think. What you're saying is probably true. No, you so you're saying it's going to be bad. (laughs) Well, yeah, (laughs) I'm just saying, yeah, you got to take another factor that we were, we didn't take into account is the time of year. I mean, yeah, it's very hot. (laughs) I think the NFL just took the MLB route and be like, everyone else will figure it out. We'll just figure out as we go along. And the NFL's like, everything will be fine. And just these players are opting out. Players and coaches, obviously Doug Peterson are testing positive and luckily they're asymptomatic. God forbid something really terrible happens and, you know, maybe someone is asymptomatic, but again, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, somebody just tests positive and they have to miss a game and that's the reason they miss the playoffs. Like, that's just a really fucking bad look for the NFL. So that's the world we live in and not to mention the million, probably billion dollar franchise that is sports gambling that people are going to be like oh by the way a kickoff this player's not fucking playing today and people are losing all this money on it so there's just that to think about as well so it's just a fucking shit show however still can't fucking wait for nfl kickoff so let's go let's go <laughs> let's go because by that point we might really just be unfortunately like corona huh oh deshaun got it he'll be back in three days i know i know it's just it's just such it's a crazy be like, <laughs> two months it's 2020 like you just open up twitter and doug pearson has COVID 19 he's like are you just fucking kidding me like yeah. i just want to watch yeah. the phillies get waxed by the yankees yeah. the sixers just do turnovers in the fourth quarter three baseball games and they were like well it's probably and over. doug pearson has coronavirus and i just i don't know anymore back in march did you think we'd be in August <laughs> still talking about this fucking shit? Still talking about the Phillies' fourth game? <laughs> in August? Sure. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? No, of course not. It's fucking like, crazy. No, I'm talking about this COVID bullshit. I know, dude. That's what I'm saying. Here we are in August, and we're still dealing with this shit. Yep. It's. I mean, it's, it's they like... They should have been gone. Yeah. I mean, we... I, we we can. I don't know. We don't need you, to get political, Jimmy. Right. I know you want to. Well, no, I mean, I don't know how you could look at our response and go, "Yeah, we did." I think that's all we have to talk about this week. Um, we have another thrilling week of Phillies bullpen blowing it. The Sixers being inconsistently uh, mind numbing. The Flyers hopefully bringing us some life, and Eagles hopefully not losing life. Um, Nick was begging us to end this week singing a song because of all you fans loving it. So, Nick, <laughs> do you have anything to take us away with? Nick, anything? Nicky Dead Air. Don't be fucking Nicky Dead Air. Not at the end. No, we're just going to end it this week. Thank you for listening. Jimmy, please don't delete the second act of this show. Nope, we're going to end it. I'm curing it up. Oh, boy. For all of you that do, for all of you, how boy is that a silly thing to say? For all of you that do love it, Nick has got a song. Apparently, he has to cue up to sing. Gold it's Star. It doesn't matter. This is all going to be in my recycle bin in like an hour. Gold Star. Hold on. For those of you, the Phillies do just continue to lose. And the Sixers just keep turning it over in the fourth quarter. And Doug Peterson just can't recover and Lane just can't play. <laughs> just go to the end of this episode. Come back to this moment. And say, God damn it. Why did I wait this long? And let Nick bring you home. Just come back and think back in March. This wasn't supposed to happen. How do we get here? I need Nick 
I need Nick more than ever. Nick is here to lift you up from Ben Simmons not shooting, from Sir Anthony Dominguez waiting two years for Tommy John surgery. It's the way I feel <laughs> when it's real. From Doug Peterson Keep getting COVID-19. From Lane Johnson, a seemingly superpower human <laughs> getting COVID-19. Mountains in our way. Ladies and gentlemen, go to Nick. 60 seconds late. Go to Nick. Love lift us up where we belong. Remember back when <laughs> 10 minutes ago when I said This is the point where Nick is too drunk and full of narcotics To comprehend sentences And say things worth even mentioning <laughs> that, was, that was the joke part He's <laughs> <laughs> fine No one's here anymore We're okay Ladies and gentlemen Ladies and gentlemen We appreciate you listening to this week's episode of the Rocky Bubble Cheesecake Fun Hour Nick tried his best But it just shows you how fucked up this year's been And Philadelphia sports teams just can't bring you happiness. So we can't wait for you to be back next week. Good night. We waited for this. Don't give a shit. We waited for this. For Don't give a shit. We waited for this for four. <laughs>